steady pace. It's different um, in the in the sense that you know we don't have evening and weekend commitments, which is right. very nice. It's a nice break. Right. But the days are full, plenty going on, and um, you know we're uh, just trying to get things. Whether you're tying up loose ends from this past year or starting to prepare for next, but it, but it's a good pace. So is the season more about like putting out fires? The season, yeah, versus like, now, like September uh, through. They're, they're May. always fires. They're okay. always fires. All right. <laughs> Listen. People ask me, what do I do? And in short, I, I tell them two things. I manage situations and I manage expectations. Sure. And with both of those come fires. Okay. All right. So year, let's... Year round. All right. So let's talk expectations because we we, we did this before when you were uh, generous with your time when the show uh, restarted. Uh, and so we, we know what the issues are, right? We discussed it. You know, TV has been great to expand the brand, mm-hmm. but it has prevented more people from coming in, right? right? And one of the things that Louisiana doesn't have, like you went to Missouri, and you know Missouri's, at least at one point in time, their big rival was Kansas, all right? That was a basketball game, right? And whether they played in football at one point in time, uh, the Cajuns don't have a rival, right? Their biggest attended games, right, outside of maybe a Sunbelt Championship game, uh, while I was here, maybe you were not here, like McNeese, Grambling, and Southern. Right, those are the biggest attended ball games. Mm-hmm. How do you either pick a team that's going to be the rival, or how do you generate that interest uh, to where at least one game somewhere along the way we can pack out that stadium? Well, I, I think organically we're seeing a rivalry being built between us and Southern Miss. Okay, and so I, in my mind, you know that would definitely be within the Sun Belt Conference. You know, yeah. our rival. In, in a very, I mean that with all due respect. Sure. Right? Two competitive programs, um, and so I think you're going to start to see that continue to morph into our arrival within our conference. All right, well, that would be big, and they come here this year, and that's it'll right. be will it be Will Hall's first return, I guess. Uh, so. yeah, that's yeah, right. He's been in his right. third year, and it'll be his first time uh, back uh, as the coach of Southern Miss. All right, so where are we with the stadium plans? Stadium plans, so we continue to have our design meetings. I would say, you know, there's really three phases. There's schematic design. Uh, design documents and construction uh, documents, uh, and we're in phase two of design documents. Mm. So that is progressing along nicely. Um, We continue to have financing meetings to finalize the financing for uh, the project. And hopefully here within, you know, a number of weeks, we can roll out the direction that we're going. We just, we're just staying a little bit tight-lipped until we have all the T's crossed right. and I's dotted, and then right now it all it all deals with financing. Well, the lottery is like you know one is like five fifty. One of you would just go. Well, Lyndon said if he when? could have Burton Burton Stadium, Burton Field. Oh, yeah. all right, we'll, we'll figure it out. <laughs> we'll figure something out. You know what? We really. How about the uh, the Burton Family Video Board? You know, hey, like I like that. I like that. Well, I get not, that with that. Yeah, but that's not as nearly as big as donation as Burton Stadium. No, or do we have a name for a stadium? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, Our Lady of Lords. Oh, okay. That's all right. right. All right. Our all right. Great right. partner. Yeah, I but can't if compete we, with Lords. If you win the five hundred million dollars, you might still couldn't compete with Lords. <laughs> <laughs> we would find ways uh, for your donation. All right. So, um, so here's where you manage expectations. Do you do you expect to have some sort of stadium announcement? Well, I'll just give you the leeway here in 2023. Oh, absolutely. Okay. Yes. Right. Yeah, for sure. Before the season or right around the beginning uh, of the season? Could be, could be right around the beginning. Okay. You just don't quite know yet. But um, at some point, we're going to come against deadlines. That it's either move or don't, right? And, and Whose deadlines? Well, the process. Right. I mean, to be able to sign um, construction contracts, et cetera, okay. et cetera, right? All that All stuff right. has to be done in right. advance. And so, um, yeah, we'll know here, I think. 
shortly. All right, so the last time there was a um, major reconstruction stadium was the baseball stadium. Yes. And that won me one of the reasons you may be here. But one of the issues with that is that they were trying to build a stadium for $10 million, and the stadium plans changed. It went from like $12 million yeah. to... So you probably know the end project. It was $14 million, and maybe all the way up to $6 million. So uh, $16 million, rather. So so when you... And that's not costs. That was... I mean, that wasn't... Like, the costs went up. The plans expanded. Yeah. So... And then the finance... I mean, everybody knows the story that the financing wasn't there to begin with, but you know, the costs ended up going up, so they maybe needed more financing. Uh, and so when you when you do the plans, um, how final are those plans going to be? I guess it's oh, a simple be very question. Final. So okay. two, two simple rules in this project, on time and within budget. Uh, we know mm. it's a $65 million budget, so that's what we're designing to, and uh, that's what will be built to. And then the key is, um, you know, at least as of now, our plan is to have this, Project finalized for the start of the fall 25 season. and um, Okay. And, and uh, on time. and with Open the for the 25 season. Correct. Okay. So now we're looking at two years. Year and a half, yeah, whatever. Okay. Is, yeah. Right? Yep. Well, yeah. It takes time. That's right. You know, well, this, sure. This but two years. House. Is, <laughs> but I, I'm looking at that as fast. Yeah. That, that's really quick. Oh, yeah. Okay. No, no yes. absolutely. Yes. And uh, it is an aggressive timeline, but, you know, we got to do it and. uh I think, you know, we've got a good contractor in the J.B. Mouton. We've got a great design team, um, you know, with uh, ACSW and DLR. And so we had a lot of people, you know, working together to, to pull this off. And like I said, the last piece of the puzzle is getting this financing okay. finalized. Well, we're talking with Dr. Brian Maggard here on 103.3 The Goat. Thursday afternoon sports chat. All right, so one of the things, and you know, it's a totally different stadium that they're trying to work out in Jacksonville. It looks like a, and we thought L.A. was a new stadium. It's some sort of space-age spacecraft there in, in Jacksonville, and they're talking about where they're going to play, whereas they're playing at the minor league team, playing at, at the Gators or Tallahassee for a year or two, or even Daytona offered them, which would be really cool. Mm. But the stadium is going to be, I'm not sure if in disarray, but in mid mid construction mm -hmm. for the 24 season that's right right so, and the, so you're working on plans to oh, figure that out yeah. as well so we, we you know we've got and we yet you still have all your hair which we is really know impressive 24 will be a season of seating disruption sure you know it's, it's kind of part in the progress right we're we're going to move forward and and have a very nice stadium but it is going to create a little bit of disruption so the 24 season people will be disrupted and we'll do it we'll do a temporary one year reseeding for that that'll start right. in this coming january okay All right, so we'll get through 23 right kind of right. The, the last season as people know cajun field today and then 20 we'll do a reseeding effort um, starting in january of 24 so for the 24 season we'll have people reseeded and then we will also start working on the final uh, reseeding for the uh, 25 and beyond season. Well, will there be any construction work? Will construction continue? Can it continue yes. during the season? Absolutely. Okay. This would not, that would not be uncommon. Because really there's only, yeah, there's only six events. Right. Plus right. maybe a few high school games. That's right. And so, no, that'll occur. And, uh, you know, the the construction managers, they they very well know what they're doing. And so they'll know how to phase this in and, and you know, stop work for football games. And we'll sure. play around that. But, um no, it'll be again. It's uh, like I say, pardon the progress, but it's things you got to do to to move forward and get bigger and nicer. And and you know this, I'm a hashtag always a bright side kind of guy. Uh, it, the stadium will look packed at least. 
because if everyone is there sitting on the That's far right. side, if everyone's right. sitting on the far side, yeah. you're going to have ten to fifteen thousand people on there the far go. side. That's right. No, so That's exactly it'll right. look really good on TV. Yeah. So, uh, all right, we're talking with Dr. Brian Maggard, uh, Louisiana Raging Cajuns athletic director. All right, how much off the top of your head? How much does it cost for a family of four to go? To a Raging Cajuns football game. Well, you can get, you know, season tickets are as low as $110. Um, right. And so, you know, 400 and some dollars. Sure. For a season ticket. Season right? ticket. That's less than $20 per ticket per game. Oh, yeah. And and so, um, you know, our football season tickets are on sale right now. And, you know, certainly an advantage of buying for the 23 season is that you will have some priority for the 24 season when we receive. But certainly, you buy 23-24, you're going to be on that priority seating list. Uh, for the 25 season. So it, it, it's going to behoove people to to buy season tickets this year and next. Stay with us. Uh, come join us uh, because what uh, we're going to be able to roll out in 25 is going to be a great experience for people moving forward. Oh, have you seen an uptick yet in season ticket purchases? Uh, not necessarily an uptick, but no. we're, we're moving along steady. I mean, we sure. haven't met our, our, uh, you know, our goal where we want to be, but between purchased and comp tickets that we always kind of put out there, we're close to eighty percent renewal. Um, mm. But we've got to we've got to do better. I mean, I'd like right. I'd love to sell another two thousand to twenty five hundred season tickets between now and the start. Okay, and like I said, between uh, general admission tickets, between um, and, and corporate season ticket challenge tickets, both at reduced rates. You know, we we believe we'll get there. We're talking with Doctor uh, Brian Maggard with the. Uh Raging Cajuns. What about just uh, if you don't have season tickets? You know what it costs for a family of four? Because it can't be that no, much. Oh, gosh, no. I mean, you know, a, a, a general mission single game ticket, uh, if it's $15, let's say, $20 Is that at it? most. Somewhere right. in there. Yeah, so you're going to go for less than $100 for sure. And what what is your, uh, what? it's not, uh, forget the term, um, but cost per person. That you, there's a specific term for that. Um, how much you're making per per capita per per, per attendee cap, per, yeah. per cap. I, I guess that's yeah. what it is. I yeah, don't yeah. Know. Because we're talking about it, and you know, concessions this, and you're making money off of that. Mm-hmm. But I mean, you know, how many people walk into a Raging Cajuns football game on a Saturday at six thirty hungry? Yeah, right? it's a good, yeah. Uh, you know, most of them take care of business out in the parking yeah. lot or before yeah, yeah. they arrive. Yeah. And, they want a cold uh, beverage. Know, it's more for about sure. cold beverages. Yeah. It's more about you know maybe a hot dog, some some snacks, things like that. And uh, so yeah, I mean that's there's no doubt that <clears throat> our amazing tailgating tradition often you know stuffs the bellies of people right. before they come in. Right, right, and that's obviously and not that's okay. That's okay. That's okay. That's yes, right. and so I and maybe it was COVID, but. Did you have issues with the concessions last year? Was there a staffing issue? Um, or was that a couple of years ago? Two years ago, I believe, okay. at the right. home opener. You know, we had right. a, an absolute debacle. And right. We, you know, went right. public with that, you know, the, the night of the game. I went home and wrote a letter and sent it out. And, Did you get any sleep that night? Uh, you know, I mean, once I went to sleep. Right. Early morning. <laughs> right, 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 right. But no, we got, you know, again, we circled up the wagons. We got the right people involved. We got things figured out, and we didn't have that same issue moving forward. All right. Uh, listen, you know, the way Cajun Field is set up today, you know, in defense of our concessionaire even. Right. Um, you know, we we don't provide the best of, of uh, accommodations, you know, for them. The concession stands are old. They're the, the, uh, the level of um, power and electricity is... You know, not where it needs to be. We right. have to bring generators in. It's a 50-year-old stadium. Sure. And it really hadn't been upgraded since. So once this up, uh, renovation is done, you know, people are going to have such a different experience at Cajun Field. 
um, between a premium experience, between uh, suites, indoor club, club seats, loge boxes, all that good stuff, right? Uh, upgraded concourses, upgraded chair backs. Um, right. it's, it's just going to be a totally different experience. Is the far side going to have an awning or anything like that to, to cover the sun a little bit? Or not no? right now. Not right no. now. But okay. we, at some that would be 66 here, million. We're, we're going to release uh, some uh, information on the east side as well, but we're just not prepared to do that right now. Okay. All right. We're talking with Dr. Brian Maggard on a Thursday afternoon sports chat. Let's take a time out. We'll come back. We got a Bob Marlin contract. We know Bob's still around posting pictures of former players. You all right there, Lyndon? <laughs> back after this, Dave Schultz, Lyndon Burton, Sports Radio 1033. The go. about to say hello and my gosh look how busy it is in here how'd you get all these customers yeah this month has been a record breaker you know for a long time we had decent business coming in by word of mouth but we weren't growing lately though a lot of folks have been finding us online and that's made all the difference that's terrific i wish i could figure out how to do that with my shop but i have no idea where to start just do what i did it's not as hard as you think go to mylocalcustomers.com to see exactly how many searches there are for businesses just like yours okay then what well, if you see there are a good number of clients searching in our area, you'll also get some suggestions for the best way to get their attention. Do you think there are a lot of people searching for my business? Only one way to find out. Go to MyLocalCustomers.com. It's quick, easy, and free. Go to MyLocalCustomers.com for a free local customer analysis that will show you how many customers are searching online for your type of business. It's quick, easy, and free. Visit MyLocalCustomers.com. That's MyLocalCustomers.com. The Dell Technologies Black Friday in July event has arrived with limited quantity deals on top tech to power any passion. Save on select XPS PCs and more powered by the latest Intel Core processors. Plus, get savings on select monitors and accessories, free shipping, and monthly payment options with Dell Preferred Account. Save today by calling 877-ASK-DELL. That's 877-ASK-DELL. Offered to U.S. residents by WebBank, who determines qualifications for and terms of credit. We are the NFHS. That stands for the National Federation of State High School Associations. But really, what we stand for, together with the LHSAA, are the 110,000 high school sports students in Louisiana. And so we stand. We stand for the runners, soccer, and basketball players. We stand for their coaches, administrators, and officials. We stand for the swimmers, football players, and wrestlers. We stand for the golfers, softball, and volleyball players. We stand as the national leader and advocate for high school athletics and all who participate in them and make them possible. Because it is our purpose to ensure that high school students get to play, perform, and compete together. To learn more about who we are and what we stand for, visit nfhs.org. What is dedication? The thing that drives me every day as a dad is Darion. We call him Day Day for short. Every day he's hungry for something, whether it's attention, affection, knowledge. And there's this huge responsibility in making sure that when he's no longer under my wing, that he's a good person. I want him to be able to sit back one day and go, we worked together, we did a good job. That's dedication. Find out more at fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Starlight Children's Foundation brightens the lives of sick kids like my son, Finn, who was born with congenital heart disease. Learn more about Starlight by visiting starlight.org today. 
download the free 1033 The Goat app now. Right now. You go mail in the very latest sports news now. Did he say what I think he said? 1033 The Goat. Don't let someone get your goat. <laughs> There's plenty to go around for everyone. 1033 The Goat. The greatest sports talk of all time. Dave Schultz, Linda Burton on a Thursday afternoon sports chat. Dan Matthews coming up here. Bottom of the hour, we'll talk Braves. Gunnar Leger uh, joining us. Again, we're going to have to count the amount of questions. Because they said, all right, let's wrap it up here with Gunnar Leger. And he went on for 10 minutes. Was that many? It was 10 minutes. Hey, look, you get that good content, man. All right. I, again, better, more him, but more him than me is fine. Uh, but it is an in-depth answer to one one question, so I split it up, so it'll be in, in two uh, segments. Again, maybe you know, maybe he's just thinking the less or the more I answer with these questions, the less questions I get. You ever do that? Uh, Knowing no. that there's a limited amount of time, yeah, kind of. So. Yeah. Sure. What an ad though by Coach Deggs and, and Gunnar. Yeah, how about that? Folks have no idea the number of ways that guy is going to be able to help our baseball program. Yeah, I mean that was a right. Part of, no pun a pun intended a home run hire home run also home run part of the interview you know he's got that metal rod in his leg right he can detect when storms are coming <laughs> so he can help you you know whether we're in playing advance, in, in advance. advance yes he knows when they're coming That's he's right. a, when it goes from hot to cold and the, and the storms are coming I never he's like my legs my leg, it doesn't hurt but it aches I never type of deal he's like that is for sure yeah. doesn't have any problem going through security but at the airport, he's a, he's but, a storm but the detector, but, but the the uh, the leg does that's ache, funny. so that that's a thing. All right, let's talk uh, a little bit more with Dr. Maggard, uh, uh, director of athletics for the Raging Cajuns. Uh, Raging Cajuns, I mean, a really good year. Let me ask you this: the big picture, because I I brought this up yesterday because it's a stupid rivalry with LSU. I don't understand it. Um, because to me, LSU is competing for national championships, mm -hmm. right? And in theory, the Cajuns are as well. Mm -hmm. But the Cajuns are really competing for Sunball championships, which is fine, right? Um, you know, the baseball team hasn't been to Omaha since 2000. Softball team probably would have gone to Oklahoma City if, you know, McNeese hangs on to a seven-run lead or a six-run a six lead in the seventh inning. Uh, but in this case, everyone was finishing second to Oklahoma, so it, I'm not sure it really, it really matters. Um, what, what are your expectations year in and year out for uh, the program? Because, I mean, I mean, the basketball team went to the NCAA tournament. Golf team went to the NCAA tournament. The, the softball team won a... Um, uh, super uh, regional in Baton Rouge, right? The baseball team makes a great run, goes to the NCAA tournament. Mm -hmm. I mean, there was a time we were like, can they get a bye? And then we're like, they're not even going to the Sunbelt Conference tournament. And then they end up in, <laughs> they, they gave Texas all they could handle. Got That's beat right. up a little bit by Miami, but Miami's good. Right. So. No, no doubt. I think, you know, first to answer your question, Dave, you know, uh, we want to compete for and win championships, right? And it starts with conference championships, there's no doubt. But I would tell you, the way I look at it, anytime you have a team that makes it to the NC2A championships, you are competing for a national championship. Sure, That's sure. A, so we competed for a national championship in the sports of men's golf, men's basketball, uh, softball, and baseball. Right. And so that's what we want to do, compete for and win championships. And, and had a couple track and field. Had a couple, we had our men's 4x4, four four, yeah. set a score record and finished in the top 25 right. in, the, in, the, in America. Right. And then we had a, uh, a women's javelin thrower finish 13th in right. the country. Right. 
those we had again a number of track events competing for national championships. Right. That's where we want to get to and stay at, right? And so again, for you, for me, for anyone listening, when you make it to the NC2A championships, you are competing for a national championship. Sure. Uh, all right. So then having said that, where are we with the Bob Marlin uh, contract? Because that seems to be hanging out there. I don't know yeah. if I missed it. I've been gone for two and a half weeks. But Well, first of all, know, those je- contracts like that, you know, they have to go to the UL system board for approval. First of all, there's a, a vetting on our campus. Then it goes to a, to a board meeting for approval. Right. Uh, the next board meeting, I believe, is in August, so it won't go until then. But um, Well, then how does a new football coach get approved so quickly? The new football coach. Whenever there is a new football coach. That thing it seems to get approved overnight. Uh, Whether so you're hiring Billy it, Napier it would, or you're hiring Mike been, Desmo. It would have been just timing. So, if, again, when we say approval, right? right. So there may be a term sheet that we agree upon, uh-huh. right? And it's good enough for employment. But sure. an actual contract may, you know, have to go to, well, they all have to go to a board meeting. Right. And so it just depends on timing. And okay. So board meets, I believe, every other month. Okay. And they won't meet in July. They meet in August. And so... We are doing our review of, of Coach's new contract on campus, and then that'll be submitted for board review and approval at their next meeting. And then once that happens, then that's when we can officially okay. and make, make statements and all that good stuff. But, yes, so, so it's Bob, not, it's, Bob is on. Bob is, by virtue of winning a championship, it extended his current contract right. for one year. Okay. And then what we will submit uh is a uh, contract proposal for a new contract in essence to him or the board both it feels like it feels like you've made an offer oh and now you're sending it to the to the board for approval exactly okay right all right and again as i've said it's you know it'll be a multi-year um contract you know for coach and um you know he and i've had plenty of discussions since the tournament and, you know, we, we want to absolutely keep the, the winning ways going because we absolutely, you know, you could, there was just a, there's a tremendous amount of excitement within this community, you know, and certainly any of our sports win, but men's basketball generates a lot of excitement. Right. You, you saw that through attendance this year, you know, when teams win at a high level, people want to come watch. Right. That's, right. That's, that's new to all of us, right? Right. And, uh, but anyway, you know, we just got to find ways to continue to keep that going and, um. And again, a lot of good discussion. Well, in many of these aspects, we do see, you know, LSU and the the Cajuns play. Baseball has been an ongoing thing. You know, I'm pretty sure Skip Bertman said that. Thawing with softball, Mm -hmm. right? That was outsting. Women's basketball. And Kim Mulkey, first year, was like, I'll go play the Cajuns. Let me hop on a bus and get a play a good (laughs) RPI team. You got it. That's easy. All right. Now, last year, there was some thawing with the new coach over there Mm -hmm. uh, at LSU. I guess there was a unofficial practice, right? Yep, yep. Any chance you can get LSU on, on a yeah, basketball you know, I, schedule? I think, uh, I think uh, our two coaches have a good relationship. And, and so, yeah, that's something we'd, we'd love that opportunity. And, you know, whether that's us going over there, you know, we're good with that. We'd, but I think that'd be a great game, uh, not only for both programs, but for the state of Louisiana. Right. And we're all looking forward to the occasions of going to McNeese this year, right? Yes. It'll be fun, and, and they're going to be really good. I think. I really. Do. Well, I'm I sure they'll be, be improved. And, I mean, uh, regardless of what we think of Will Wade, yeah, he's a really good basketball yeah, absolutely, coach. Absolutely, um, he is, and, and um, you know, that's always, always a great rivalry within the sport of basketball. It just, you know, right? They bring their A game, and uh, we have to always compete very hard to beat them. 
And so uh, I'm looking forward to it. And I, I appreciate the two differences in the coaches, right? Will is fiery. He's, he's in his players' faces. He's in the refs' faces. Bob hardly yells at his own players, right? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't know. He's, he's I've, seen, I've seen Bob uh, get a little fiery. So. Well, a little bit. You know, yeah. once in a once in a while, right? Because when he does, it, it, he, I mean, he's like at a, at a three the whole game, right? He's cool, <laughs> calm, and collected mostly, right? And then all of a sudden, he goes to eight, like uh, over the top, like somewhere along the way, someone bumped each other at the Tennessee basketball <laughs> game in the NCAA tournament, and he's flying off the handle, right? And Will Wade got into his face, and he flew off that handle uh, as well. All right, um, how long have you been married? 32 years Congratulations. of marital bliss for me. I can't say that. Because, look, <laughs> well, I mean, she's still, I, I, she's uh, still here. So. That's right. That's right. She's very tolerant. and uh, But no, it's uh, been great. We celebrated on June 29th. And uh, no, looking forward to 32 more. And now empty nesters. Oh, yeah. We've been empty nesters for, this is year seven now. Oh, year seven. Okay. Yeah, right. None of the kids came back. No. And it all came back. How about they, that? They moved out, flew out of the nest, and stayed out, and that's a good thing. And we'd love to see them more, to be sure. honest with you. Sure. We're all kind of spread out, but we got one getting married in October. Okay. And uh, so we're, you know, deep into oh. plans for that. And oh. And we'll be uh, in, up in Kansas. And so you know, there's a lot going on. You asked, am I still busy? This time right, of year. Right. Well, Between personal and professional. Yeah, there's plenty going and then, on. And in this case, someone's just writing a check. Yeah. Right, you know, yeah. that may be more Listen, painful than the work. Talk about eye opening, right? Yeah, yeah. Opening. yeah, yeah. It is, yeah. Uh, maybe karaoke this. machine for the entertainment. Is that probably, not going to work? Probably not going to fly. No, that's not going to fly. <laughs> <laughs> He's Dr. Brian Maggard, Director of Athletics for the UL Raging Cajuns. Thanks so much for coming no, in. Appreciate it. We'll and, talk uh, to you. Uh, please tell people how to get season tickets. Yeah. So first of all, just go to ragingcajuns.com backslash f b t i x. And that's going to take you to a Ticketmaster uh, login page that everybody would have from an account standpoint. You can get your password figured out if you forgot it, et cetera. But again, for as little as $110, you can get season tickets. Um, you know, we need to, we need the support out there, right? And um, again, it's advantageous to buy tickets this year and next year uh, because they're going to build upon each other for an opportunity to get a good seat selection in 2025. All right. He's Dr. Brian Maggard. Thanks for coming in. Appreciate you. All right, let's take a timeout. Back after this, we got uh, we'll talk Braves baseball with Dan Matthews, a six eight fan Atlanta. Dave Schultz, Linda Burton, one zero three three to go. Some people call me Maurice. The following businesses proudly support the broadcast of UL Athletics on 1033 The Goat, 1420 AM, and News Talk 96.5 KPL. Fisher Early Childhood Development Center. M&D Industries. Ernie Insurance. And Roy Motors. Support these businesses that support Raging Cajun Broadcast and bring all the action into your homes, cars, smart speakers, or wherever you work all season long. If your business would like to join the winning team and support the broadcast of UL Athletics by becoming a UL Broadcast Booster, contact Pam Begno by calling 337-233. 6,000. My milkshake brings all the boys to the yard and they're like, it's better than yours. Spilled your milkshake? Quick, the quicker picker upper. Bounty picks up spills quicker. And each sheet is two times more absorbent, so you can use less than the leading ordinary brand. So you can get back to your milkshake. My milkshake brings all the boys to the yard and they're like, it's better than yours. Bounty, the quicker picker upper. The mission of Paralyzed Veterans of America is clear. Accessibility. Veterans who have served and sacrificed the best of themselves deserve access to the best our country has to offer. 
access to meaningful employment, access to the veterans' benefits they've earned, accessible homes and vehicles, and access to every part of their communities. With PVA staff working inside VA hospitals, no other veterans organization has provided more real-time, ongoing support for paralyzed veterans and their families. PVA is proud to serve veterans across all branches, all generations, and all conflicts. Our nation's heroes fought for your independence. Join PVA in fighting for theirs at pva.org. Victor deployed for the first time to Afghanistan in 2003. At four in the morning, my phone rang. They said, I regret to inform you that your husband was wounded in action. Victor sustained a moderate traumatic brain injury. I was doing school full time, and I was also then caring for Victor. One of the most important elements of caregiving is taking care of yourself. I just didn't want to forget that I also had goals and that I also had a life. What I did is I challenged Victor to meet me halfway. There are almost six million military and veteran caregivers across the nation. We have our own journey and we can fulfill that journey at the same time that we are helping our loved one. Visit aarp.org caregiving for a free military veteran's guide to navigate your caregiving journey and better care for your loved one and yourself. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. Mess with the goat. <laughs> You'll get the horns, then the butt. Because <laughs> that's what goats do. 103.3, the goat. All right, that was really good stuff with Dr. Maggard again. Uh, season tickets on sale now for $110. That's less than 20 bucks a pop, right? Because yep. it's six tickets, right? Six mm-hmm. games. So that's pretty good. And to, you know, get on that list to get the good seats come 2025, you got to hop on that now. Again, anything over 15000 I'm going to be pleased with uh, To me, is a win. All right. And then obviously attendance is going to be off next year. 2024 when the when the only half the stadium is but it'll look full anyways right it'll look half full well it'll look all full because everyone is on the same side all right let's talk a little uh, atlanta braves baseball with our guy from 680 the fan and the producer for the chuck oliver show he is dan matthews dan dave schultz how you been man what's going on buddy how you been i'm good have you picked out your karaoke song for sec media days Ooh, you know, there's quite a few that uh, are on the list right now, still uh, going through uh, just the process of uh, what notes are hit. Do they require high notes? I mean, there's 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 quite a quite a whittling down process that I have to go through uh, before we finally get to one, two, or three. Because I feel like you got to come with a couple of others as well, because somebody might beat you to the binder before, right. and uh, they take your sign. They take your song, so then you can't sing theirs, uh, you know, because they've already fired up the, the room with that one. So it's kind of like uh, going up in a comedy set, you know. Uh, once the joke mm. has been told, you can't tell it again. That's so right. I, I'm, work, I'm working on my material. Okay. 
Uh, and the thing is, for people who don't know, in Birmingham, there is a little, there's a dive bar not far from where they have the SEC media day, so that's easy to get to. Atlanta, there wasn't a karaoke bar downtown. I'm sure there's many of those in Nashville. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I, I've got to believe there's a dime a dozen right there off Broad. So yeah. uh, we, we will probably find it. I'm sure it'll start to uh, make its rounds about uh, where and when we will be and when it does happen. Uh, then hopefully the pipes uh, do follow that day. Outstanding. All right, let's talk about these Atlanta Braves. How good are they? Oh, they're they're pretty darn good. <laughs> I mean, you know, they seem like uh, they. You know, it, it seems like what Frank the Tank said uh, infamously. Uh, you know, the Braves never lose uh, until uh, you know Wednesday night. Uh, that kind of was uh, true with the uh, nine games they'd won in a row, and now last night they win the series, which I did not know. In rubber games this season, are undefeated. Uh, so that tells you when. They're in position to win a series. Uh, they take advantage of that opportunity. So that's the mark of a good team. There's still a long way to go, but at least what we've seen so far, it's uh, been pretty uh, fun to watch. There's no doubt. I mean, Ronald Cooley Jr. seems to have picked up where he left off post-injury. I mean, 337, he's got a, a, a you know, on-base percentage of 417. He's leading the team in hits, 117 base hits. How fun is it to watch him play on a regular basis? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's really, you look at him and you say there's nothing he can't do. I mean, you know, for everything you just threw out there, those are the hitting accolades, but it's also the stolen bases. It's also the assist that he has from the outfield. I mean, it's pretty much become pretty commonly known. You don't run on Ronald Acuna Jr., and he, he has shown you that. So, you know, along with uh, being uh, fantastic this year with the bat, as he has been, you know, he's been great uh, with, uh, with the speed and also, too, I mean, with his defense out in the outfield. I mean, that's another part of the fifth tool. Uh, that he adds to uh, his game. And, and this is the Ronald Acuna Jr. that we've known to see. Last year, he really didn't have his legs underneath him. I mean, he obviously got the late start coming back from the torn ACL and never really got on track to being the player that we know him to be. But this year, he's been unbelievable. And it's not only that Braves country has noticed it, the nation noticed it. I mean, top uh, vote receiver in uh, all of uh, Major League Baseball, too, as well. So, you know, he's not just uh, much-watched TV for us here in the Atlanta area. He's much-watched TV uh, across the country as well. Um, so, yeah, and you were talking about the assists as well. Wasn't it against the Phillies? There was a runner tagging up from third base, and he's like three-quarters deep in the outfield. And he didn't throw him out, but, boy, the runner made it by a step. Like, this play was not supposed to be close. And I don't even think he had much of a running start, and he threw it on a rope to home plate. Yeah, I mean, it's it's incredible. I mean, you know, there's not a lot of things that he does that you look at and say, wow, I've never, you know, I mean, there is, I guess it's the other way around on that. It's it's that he does some things every once in a while that you're just like, that's incredible. Like, how how does a player do that? And, and whether it's throwing a guy out, uh, you know, trying to get the third or trying to get home on a sacrifice fly, or also, too, I mean, just him being the catalyst there at the top of the lineup where this is a team that if you bet on the Atlanta Braves and you take that, no run first inning line with the Braves, you're doing so at your own peril because they showed you last night. They've shown you in most games this season. I mean, I think it was, what's the stat? 72 first inning runs this season. And you hear coaches and managers all the time talk about getting on teams early and often. And the Braves do that. I mean, four runs in the top of the first last night, and they never really looked back. And then, uh, you know, they've just been doing that all season long. So we'll see if it carries over into this weekend against the Rays. And then, also, too, as well, uh, the rest of the way uh, this season uh, post the All-Star break. How healthy is the team right now? 
So a little banged up uh, in terms of the pitching staff. Uh, you know, you've got a guy that they really counted on. We'll go relievers first, Jesse Chavez, who in pretty much every other jersey is a journeyman at best, and he really just has not been all that great in any other jersey. But he puts on a Braves jersey, and he's unreal. And he was a sub-2 ERA guy and a guy that really honestly went from being kind of the long relief, mop-up duty, hey, you know, eat this for us so we don't have to burn any of our high leverage guys here uh, because we're not going to win this game to now seventh, eighth inning in a, in a clutch situation, he's being called upon to come in. He took that comebacker off the knee uh, right around um, Memorial day uh, weekend against uh, Detroit. Hasn't come back uh, since haven't heard uh, much on him, but uh, Max Freed uh, is a guy that, you know, I, I think that if you had told Braves fans July the 6th, that your team has a commanding lead on the National League East and you're not going to have Kyle Wright or Max Freed in that starting rotation, people probably looked at you and said, you're crazy. But uh, this is a team that's been able to get great contributions out of guys like Bryce Elder. Colby Allard, who's been called upon uh, these last couple of starts, has come in and, and done a pretty good job. And, you know, Mike, Michael Soroka is coming back, and, and I think that probably most Braves fans looked at him and said, that, you know, it's going to be at best a chance for him to try to ramp back up to what he was pre-torn Achilles a couple of years ago. But this was a guy that hadn't really pitched a meaningful game in almost two years, and he's come back, and he's had some good outings. I mean, I know he got touched up a little bit last Friday night against the Marlins, but he was still able to bounce back and, uh, you know, uh, put together a quality outing and, and, and put together a strong start uh, against uh, the Marlins uh, in those six innings. And then last night, uh, kind of a little bit of an up-and-down performance for him uh, where he couldn't uh, get out of fifth inning, but uh, still, I mean, somebody else they've counted on. So uh, we'll see what happens with Freed. I mean, he's at least one that we've heard news about because he threw the uh, live batting practice session last week uh, in uh, Cleveland, or I guess just a couple of days ago, excuse me. And then uh, he is uh, supposed to go out on a rehab assignment this weekend, and we'll see. Uh, what that means for him coming back. I know that what they said when he had the forearm issue that he was going to be, um, you know, at least a chance for him to ramp up uh, kind of spring training like uh, for him to try to come back. So, you know, if he comes back, you know, sometime middle of next month uh, and uh, is able to be a, a meaningful uh, starting pitcher for you, I mean, that's almost like getting a deadline acquisition of adding a frontline guy in your rotation. So, they got a couple of guys in that rotation that are going to be all-stars in uh, Bryce Elder and uh, Spencer Strider. You know, Charlie Morton has been fantastic this year for them as well. So uh, the Braves' way just continues to uh, roll on, even with uh, injuries to uh, crucial starting pitchers. Talking to Dan Matthews, 680 The Fan in Atlanta about the Braves. All right, is this division wrapped up? We're just a little bit past halfway. They've got 86 ball games. Under their belt, the Marlins, one of the bigger surprises uh, in Major League Baseball, but they're eight games out, and the Braves just swept them. Philadelphia has a pretty good record, but they're in the same division as the Braves, so they're 11 and a half out. The Mets stink, although they've won four in a row. There are 18 out, and the Nationals aren't really trying uh, to win. Uh, so is this, is this division wrapped up, brother? Yeah, I mean, it's. I'll, I'll go ahead and term it this way, Dave. It's the Braves to lose, and if they do, then they have only themselves to blame because they have looked like Major League Baseball's best team to this point. And if they drop off of that and the Phillies start to uh, really uh, catch uh, fire and try to come back, then, you know, I think you look at, at the end of the season and say, wow, the Braves really, they, they really choked that away. And I just don't see that necessarily being the case. 
I think this is too good of a team, even with, uh, you know, the, the Major League Baseball season being the way it is at times, where you just talked about the Mets winning four in a row. I mean, my God, how bad have the Mets been in the month of June? And they needed to try to be able to, you know, find their way back into right. this uh, as, as much as anybody. I just don't think the Mets have the hitting. I, I think that's the problem with them. I think they're an incredibly, you know, unbalanced team. And, you know, you're trying to count on two guys in their 40s in uh, Justin Verlander and also uh, Max Scherzer. And, you know, there was a graphic last week of the Braves payroll for their highest paid guys. And it was about seven or eight guys to the Mets highest paid, which is over 80 million between Scherzer and Verlander. And you got people talking about wondering, especially on the national shows, are the Mets going to try to move away from those guys and kind of, you know, do a little bit of a course correction. I don't think they're, going to have a full-on rebuild i don't think steve cohen can sell that up there in new york but um you know maybe you do if you're the mets and and you find yourself way out of this you know unload verlander and and scherzer and and maybe try to get uh, some good pieces in return and try to kind of try again next season but you know that's just really what i I look at with this competition in the uh in the national league east is i I just I, i don't see a path for either of those three teams you mentioned being able to come back and, and try to wrestle away this division from the Braves. I, I think it's theirs uh, to uh, get into October as the uh, division champs in the East. Talking to Dan Matthews, 680 of the fan in Atlanta, producer for the Chuck Oliver show, by the way. Uh, all right, so who is the rival in, in the National League? The Reds are a great story. We'll see what happens, you know, July and August, if they're still hanging around in September. Diamondbacks up top of the division in the West. They lost a heartbreaker to the Mets yesterday. Uh, and then the Dodgers are always lurking. Who, if anybody, are the Braves concerned with about in the National League? I don't necessarily know if they're concerned about anybody because I think this is a Braves team that's built to be able to win in October. And last year, this was a team that was pretty banged up, especially crucial spots. I mean, you had Spencer Strider for much of the season, and then towards the end, he got a little banged up and, and, and was hurt. So I, you know, I think that this is a team that right now, if you ask me, who is your favorite to win the national league? It's definitely the Braves. I mean, when you factor in, uh, the, the talent that they have in terms of their entire infield going to Seattle for the all-star game, you got Strider in there, you got Bryce Elder, you've got also too. I mean, you could have uh, even made some uh, arguments that Michael Harris, the second should have been, uh, an all-star this year for the uh, tear that he's been on the last month and a half with the bat after a really slow start to the season. He did have a lower back issue to uh, try to contend with. I, I really think that it's probably going to be not the sexiest answer to give you, but I think it's the most obvious. It's going to be interesting to see what the Dodgers do with the deadline. I, I think they have some real uh, concerns in terms of pitching right now uh, that they need to try to address. I mean, I, I think I just saw Kershaw went down again. Mm. Uh, so, you know, that's something that's going to be, you know, a real uh, interesting, you know, focal point uh, is to see what L.A. does. And I think if L.A. is in the uh, postseason and they find their way uh, maybe as a uh, path on the other side of uh, the, um, uh, the the bracket in terms of uh, trying to get to the NLCS, that's one that you could see. Uh, because, I mean, that's been, you know, up until 2021, that was kind of to the Georgia-Alabama example. I mean, you know, where Alabama was just a thorn in Georgia's side until uh, Georgia finally beat them in the uh, 2021 uh, National Championship game. The Dodgers were that way. I mean, the Dodgers, whenever they played the Braves in the postseason, they had their number. And uh, it was uh, really, I think, for the Braves at that time to say, uh, we've arrived. We're we're here, and you're going to deal with us. Uh, The hitting is no problem out in L.A. I think the issue right now is uh, the starting arms. I mean, I know 
kind of like the Braves. They're in the same situation, too, as well with uh, the, uh, the starters that they've had, the young guys that have come up uh, and been able to really uh, give them uh, some quality outings uh, for Dave Roberts' team. So that's the answer for me. I mean, I, I think that, uh, you know, the, the way that the uh, past uh, few postseasons have gone, uh, whenever uh, there is a, a potential for a Dodgers-Braves series, uh, that is one that Braves fans absolutely look forward to. Uh, Braves going to be looking for anything at the uh, trade deadline? So it's interesting. I mean, you know, we talked about, you know, the position players uh, of this catcher. They're good. I mean, they've got the best catching situation in all baseball with uh, Sean Murphy, the all-star, and a guy that's been an all-star and Travis Darno. So that's, that's not an issue. Uh, infield, same deal. I mean, Orlando Arcia has been an absolute just huge surprise this season. That Think about it this way, Dave. If you told me three years ago, in two years, you're going to lose both Freddie Freeman and Dansby Swanson, I'd start to say this is the beginning of the end, but it's the power of Alex Anthopoulos. I mean, I know the average hasn't been there, but you've got a guy that is a high home run, high RBI guy in Matt Olson, who I think just got RBI 70 and 71 last night, uh, especially through that long home run he hit. Uh, in Cleveland, and and uh, he's an all-star, too, as well. The only thing that I could really look at would be absolutely pitching. Uh, I think that if they go out and try to get a starting pitcher, that signals probably that you're not going to get Kyle Wright back this season. That would be a possibility. The other one that I think they're going to look at as well is back into the bullpen. Kirby Yates has been somebody that's been a real surprise for them this year, and he's really come on as of late. Uh, you've got uh, A.J. Mentor, who's been one of the best setup men in all of baseball in the seventh and eighth inning. I would think if Alex was able to get a power arm at the back end of the bullpen, that's Alex Anthopoulos, of course, uh, president of baseball ops for the Braves, that I think that he probably would go ahead and execute that deal because Rysel Iglesias has been pretty shaky at times uh, this year uh, in that uh, closer spot. I think he would remain the closer. But I think that you would want to have some sort of uh, insurance opportunity there where it be, you know, a name that I've thrown out uh, for people to look at. And I asked a buddy of mine uh, who is, uh, uh, pays close attention to uh, the Tigers. I said, what about Alex Lang, former LSU uh, right-hander yeah, there right. with uh, the Detroit Tigers? Yes. He said, uh, I forget the other name he said, but he said Torkelson and this guy are pretty much the only untouchables for the Tigers. But the other problem is as well, here's what the Braves and other teams are going to look at. Uh, look at. Uh, once we get to the trade deadline, there are teams that either are around or feel like they're still in contention to be able to win. The uh, AL uh, Central, I mean, which Detroit is in, that's not a division that's not winnable right now. So that kind of knocks out a, a huge group of teams right there. I mean, maybe the only one you would say would be uh, the Kansas City Royals, and they just traded away Aroldis Chapman to uh, the Texas Rangers. But in the uh, National League Central, I mean, you know, the Cubs lost today. They're going to be one that's going to be interesting to look at. I mean, do they try to unload Marcus Stroman? Does somebody give them an offer they can't refuse for Cody Bellinger? I mean, I don't think that would be the Braves doing that per se. Uh, But uh, I think that uh, probably, you know, there's not many teams right now that I think look at themselves as sellers. But then again, the longest month of the year is this month right now that we're in, the month of July, because you start to see division races really come into play. And then you also, too, with just the season being the way it is, you start to see some teams fade. So say the Cubs lose three or four in a row here and they find themselves about 10, 11 games out of the uh, lead uh, there in the National League Central, then maybe the tenor changes there uh, in Chicago's north side in terms of uh, you know trying to make some deals. So 
Uh, we'll see. Uh, but, uh, you know, it's also, too, I mean, just like I said, I mean, you, you, you ask about the names that are out there, and there doesn't really seem to be a ton of names. I mean, I guess, and, and I'm sure this is going to happen, the name that's going to continue, and even though, you know, it doesn't sound like he is going to be dealt, but I'm sure that the Shohei Otani watch is going to be uh, very much uh, ramping up these next couple of weeks as we get close to uh, the August 1st deadline. He's Ann Matthews, 680 The Fan in Atlanta. Hope to see you in Nashville, my friend. Be good. You will, and I will have that song choice for you next time we see you. I'm looking, see, I'm going to torture people with American Pie. I, I'm going for eight minutes or something like that. Okay. All right. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm leaning maybe even like uh, Billy Joel, like Ballad of Billy the Kid. Because here's the other thing, too, that I think we run into is some of these songs that are, are just great sing songs. Uh, you run into too long, and you don't want to be up there too long. Oh, I think yeah, you want to no, find no. a song that's that's right, the two-and-a-half to three-minute oh, range. No. Get in, get out, see, that's get the th- applause, and then move on. Yeah, see, I, I'm the other way. I'm going to make sure people are in pain while I'm singing and singing with okay. me, hopefully. <laughs> okay. Hopefully. It, it just depends on how you control the crowd there, Dave. Uh, that may be an issue. I'm going to leave crowd control up to you. You're bigger than I am. All right. I'll, I'll do my best. Dan Matthews, 680 fan. Thank you, sir. All right, Dan Matthews. All right, let's take a time out. We Y'all doing late. karaoke? What's that? You're doing karaoke with the guy? Some of these guys can do... Some, like, is it Brooks Kapina? Brooks Kep? No. Oh, you're talking about a media guy. Yeah. Okay. He used to cover LSU, and now he's with Atlanta. Okay. Great. No, not Atlanta. He's in Houston. He covers the Texans. Okay. Kid can sing. Oh, okay. I think he did a little queen. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Some of these guys can sing. All right. Good to know. Right. I can't sing for anything. Me so. neither. At all. Not at all. Don't even know how to tell. But I don't even tune. care. I don't <laughs> care. I don't care. All right. <laughs> Back after this, Dave Schultz, Lennon Burton, 1033 The Goat. Because I'm a picker. I'm a grinner. vehicle have over 75,000 miles? Get maximum high mileage engine protection with Syntec Full Synthetic High Mileage Motor Oil exclusively at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Right now get five quarts of Syntec High Mileage and a MicroGuard Select oil filter for just $34.99. Limit supply. Ask for Syntec High Mileage at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Ray Maliazzi here for eBay Motors. So you ordered a new air filter for your car. You try to install it, but it doesn't fit. So you take a little bit off the sides. But still doesn't fit? Well, you could try to sit on it. Or get it right the first time with eBay Guaranteed Fit. When you see the check, you know that part's going to fit. Air filters, brakes, headlights, over 122 million parts. Get the right parts at the right prices. eBay Motors, let's ride. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hi, I'm Connie Britton, and I want to share with you the experience of Donna in Washington. She writes, I got injured about five years ago. I was let go when, because of the injury, I couldn't keep up with my schedule. I've tried to find other work, but I'm 68 now. 
No one wants to hire someone that old. This week is tough, though, because I had to get my tooth fixed. So I only have $10 in my checking account. But it will be okay. I at least have food because of this pantry. Millions of people face hunger. Some every day, just like Donna. The Feeding America network of food banks helps provide over 6 billion meals to people in need each year. Learn more at feedingamerica.org. Feeding America, 200 food banks strong. Hi, I'm Kristen Chenoweth. When many servicemen and women return home, they carry with them the invisible wounds of war. But thanks to the life-saving power of the human-animal bond, professionally trained service dogs can help. If you're a veteran or know a veteran struggling with post-traumatic stress or traumatic brain injury, please go to AmericanHumane.org to learn about their Pups for Patriots program, which provides specially trained service dogs free of charge to veterans in need. Let's help our veterans heal from the invisible wounds of war. Well, we butt in with a little common sense. 1033, the GOAT, the greatest sports talk of all time. All right, Dave Schultz. Lyndon Burton, did you join Threads yet? Yeah, I'm in there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in there. You can follow me on Threads at Lyndon Burton the second. I, I. Okay. <laughs> All right. I just did Schultz cast. You know. <laughs> yep. Check me out. I'm on there. I only made three, three little. I guess you'd call it Threads. Yeah, that's what they're called. Right. I only made three tweets. Like they're, they're tweets. Yeah. Like, right. But me personally, Dave, I prefer Spill, which was the other one that came out. I really prefer Spill, and it was invite only. So I sure. feel part of the cool kids table okay. right now. All right. Because a lot of people it, aren't in Spill. But it feels like everybody went to, to Threads, to thread, yeah, no, especially sure. the sports media and the mm-hmm. sports teams. So I got all of 14 followers there. Oh, you look, don't worry. As well, I, it, tried, I tried to sucker them in with my the, uh, uh, the picture of my nephew, mm-hmm. Jordan Kushner. Not my nephew, my cousin. Mm-hmm. So my cousin's son. So my second cousin, technically, all right? And he doesn't look at cameras, but he starts smiling. He just started smiling, Mm -hmm. like, the last couple of weeks. Oh, so you're trying to be a cute kid I got a big smile out of him while he was looking at the phone, right? And it's just a perfect picture. But see, that's not your OG Instagram, though. Like, most of your followers are on your OG Instagram that's gone. This is a new one. Yeah, that's so, true. Yeah. That's true. I got a cousin working on that, mm-hmm. a different cousin. Who okay. Didn't have the kid. If you can get that one back, then your threads will be popping. Because yeah. mine, I'm, right. my, I've been getting notifications all day of yeah. just people following me from my Instagram account, nice. but I refuse to follow them. Not messing up that ratio. It'd be nice. <laughs> back after this, Gunnar Leje hopping on 1033 The Goat. Your safety has always been priority one at GiveMeTheVin.com. At GiveMeTheVin.com, the transaction is online and over the phone. And then we pick up the vehicle with no direct contact and provide your check indirectly. Don't risk your safety with retailers or strangers. Just go to GiveMeTheVin.com, enter your VIN number and a picture or two, and get your best offer quickly and safely. Get your best bid and a check on the spot with GiveMeTheVin.com, America's best and safest car buyer. Sell us your car. GiveMeTheVin.com. So easy you can do it in your Discover credit cards automatically double all the cash back you earn at the end of your first year, which means... Wait, 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 hold up. Question for the audio engineer. 
Go ahead. Did I read that right? Discover automatically doubles all your cash back? Yeah, that's what the script says. So if I get a Discover card right now, I can earn twice the cash back. Apparently. Wait! Unlimited first-year cash back match. Only from Discover. See terms and learn more at discover.com slash match. If this were a Reese's TV ad, you'd be staring at a Reese's peanut butter cup. And sure, my voice is peanut buttery smooth, but still, you need to see the peanut butter cups, right? No? I can really just say Reese's and you'll go get some? Okay. Reese's. 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 Really working, actually. Reese's. Reese's. This, I'm on to something. Reese's. 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 The Dell Technologies Black Friday in July event has arrived with limited quantity deals on top tech to power any fashion. Save on select XPS PCs and more powered by the latest Intel Core processors. Plus, get savings on select monitors and accessories, free shipping, and monthly payment options with Dell Preferred Account. Save today by calling 877-ASK-DELL. That's 877-ASK-DELL. Offered to U.S. residents by WebBank, who determines qualifications for and terms of credit. What if you could help turn back the clock and help your dog play like a puppy again, no matter their age? Introducing Dr. Marty Pet's Nature's Blend, a premium freeze-dried raw dog food called the Miracle Worker by Forbes magazine. Dr. Marty is now helping dog parents right at home. I've helped countless dogs thrive with one simple concept. Your dog needs a high meat diet similar to what their ancestors ate in the wild. Nature's Blend is designed to support your dog's healthy lifespan with turkey, beef, salmon, duck, seeds, veggies, and fruit, and with zero artificial preservatives. When given the choice between Nature's Blend and Amazon's number one bestseller in dry dog food, 29 out of 30 dogs chose Nature's Blend first. For a limited time, save up to 54% off Nature's Blend and get free premium dog treats. Go to drmartypets.com slash deal or text deal to 511-511. Text deal to 511-511. I am so confident your dog will love it. Your order is backed with a 90-day guarantee. Study available upon request. Message and data rates may apply. 1033 The Goat. Yeah, that's the one. K277 DQ Lafayette, 1420 KPEL Lafayette. If it's not the goat, then they're full of sheep. Uh. 1033 The Goat. The greatest sports talk of all time. It's a good thing goats have four stomachs. Otherwise, there's no way we could swallow some of these takes. Hey, goat, what's going on out there? 1033 The Goat, the greatest sports talk of all time. The rumors are true. People keep asking if I'm back, and I haven't really had an answer. But now, yeah, I'm thinking I'm back. Dave Schultz and Sports Chat are back. I'm back! One change, though. I'm sorry, that deal's now off the table. What? We live in a different world than we did just 30 seconds ago. Instead of waking you up, he's taking you home from work. Hey, Dad, you want to have a kid?